Hello, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of Yesterday Sports on the Sports History Network. And make sure to check out sportshistorynetwork.com slash giveaways. I have two signed books I'm giving away. One is titled No Nonsense Old School Weight Training, and the other is Reliving 1970s Old School Football. Most Februaries have 28 days, and most fans have that special number 28 that they love to watch on TV or watch in their memories on some old YouTube videos. But we have plenty of them coming up for you in just a moment. This is the Pigskin Daily History Dispatch, a podcast that covers the anniversaries of American football events throughout history on a day-to-day basis. This is your host, Darren Hayes, and we're podcasting from America's North Shore to bring you the memories of the gridiron, one day at a time. So with Mike and Gene Monroe, as well as Jason Neff supplying us with the tunes, let's go no huddle through today's football history headlines. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hello, my football friends. This is Darren Hayes of pigskindispatch.com, and welcome to a special bonus edition of the Pigskin Daily History Dispatch podcast. The Football by Number series is back again, and today we are going to discuss the greatest number 28s that have ever played in the NFL's history. We have 101 years to go by, and we have plenty of players who wore the number 28, but we're going to go through the most substantial players on this solo mission today. Yes, that's right. You're just going to hear me today in my opinions, and if you think you have something that might be better than what I'm saying, you know, a better number 28 or maybe somebody I left off or forgot, please email me at pigskindispatch at gmail.com and we'll try to correct it on a future episode and uh, maybe even get you on to, to tell us why you think that number 28 on your mind is better than what we have on the list because we, we all make mistakes and uh, I don't want to miss anybody. I want to get this right. So we need your our help of our listeners to uh, make sure we have this the most thorough list that we possibly can. Well, the Football Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio, the Pro Football Hall of Fame, gives us five names of some great players that were the number 28 in their careers that are enshrined in the Hall of Fame in Canton. And we'll go through them real quickly here. Daryl Green, Marshall Falk, Curtis Martin, Yale Larry, and Mike Mahalski. Now, those are some great names, and some of them we've talked about in some of our other episodes, but uh, we're going to talk about them again here and try to come up with a top 10 best number 28s in NFL history. First one we'll talk about is somebody we've we've talked about quite a bit. He's for quite a few other numbers. That's Mike Mahalski. And, uh, you know, Mike is a five-time All-Pro, three-time NFL champ, uh, was the Hall of Fame for the All-1920s team, uh, and wore, uh, I'm counting, seven different numbers in his career that lasted 10 years. So he didn't wear any particular number for a great amount of time, but he only wore the number 28 for one season. That was 1931, but that was one of his All-Pro seasons. Uh, so, you know, we don't have a lot of... Uh, records for him because he was a guard tackle linebacker uh you know not a lot of stats from those uh early 1930s and late 1920s teams but he is in the hall of fame and we'll take that under consideration uh we'll maybe come back to to mike mahalski and uh we'll see but only one season with the number 28 
but somebody that wore it for the most amount of time of anybody on this board is Daryl Green. And Daryl Green, he is like the Energizer Bunny. Uh, the man played for 20 seasons, all with the Washington Redskins. 1983, he came in as a rookie. He retired after the 2002 season. That is just unbelievable to play cornerback at such a high level. And he would just had that foot speed that uh, you know, for many years, he was the fastest man in the NFL uh, for years and years, probably probably 75% of his career he was probably the fastest man in the NFL or one of the fastest and you know just some great stats off of that 54 interceptions during his career 295 games that's what 20 years worth gives you and 621 return yards off of those interceptions he was a seven-time pro bowler one time as an all pro uh, won two Super Bowl championships with the Redskins all 1990s team and then uh Player of the Year Award uh, for 1996. So just some uh, great, great uh, statistics. And what a great player. Always had a smile on his face. um, Tackles, he had 1,202 tackles in his career. 390 of those are solo. So pretty well-rounded player uh, coming out of Texas A&M Kingsville from his college career. And uh, Daryl Green, we are going to put onto our list right now as taking one of those top 10 spots. Another one I think we're going to give that to is our next contestant here, Marshall Falk, who wore the number 28 for his entire career, all 12 seasons that he played. He played uh, five with the Indianapolis Colts, who he came in the league with, and then seven years as a St. Louis Ram, part of those uh, greatest uh, show-on-turf teams. And he was definitely the running uh, part of that uh, greatest show-on-turf and caught a lot of balls, too. Uh, But for his career... He had 176 games played, 12,279 yards on the ground, 4.3 yards per carry, 100 touchdowns. You know, no wonder he's in the Hall of Fame. Seven Pro Bowls, three times as an All-Pro, a Super Bowl champ, MVP of the league one year, 1994's AP Offensive Rookie of the Year. Uh, He was the 1999 Offensive Player of the Year from the AP in 99. 2000, 2001. We have three straight years of being the Offensive Player of the Year voted by the Associated Press. That's a a great uh, tribute to your career right there. And what a great player he was and does a great job now uh, commentating on post games and pre games. Uh, Has some great insights on the, uh, I believe, NFL Network is where he's at. But, you know, just a stud running back, caught a lot of passes also definitely on our list Marshall Falk takes that number two spot another great running back a contemporary of Marshall Falk for a long time was Curtis Martin you know Curtis Martin came out of the University of Pittsburgh and uh, joined the New England Patriots for his first three years in the league 1995 96 97 and then was a New York Jet for the remaining eight years of his career into the division rivals uh, couldn't have made uh, the Patriots fans too happy But uh, he had 14,101 yards rushing, 168 games, 4.0 yards per carry, 90 touchdowns. Another very productive number 28 uh, in the the league. Uh, You know, really put the Jets on the map with his running game. Was uh, had a great style and uh, just just a great back. 14,000 yards for a running back. You don't see too many people their names and 14,000 yards rushing in the NFL and that's why Curtis Martin will also be on our list Hall of Famer that uh, gets put on our list as well 
The only Hall of Famer we haven't talked about yet is Yale Larry. And Yale Larry was a defensive back, and he played from 1952 to 1964. Now, remember, not a lot of passing back in those days, but he had 50 interceptions in 133 games. I mean, folks, that's almost, uh, that's better than one out of every three games. Almost one out of two game, every two games, he had an interception. Two of those, he returned for touchdowns, 787 return yards off of those 50 interceptions. I mean, just a phenomenal uh player there for Yale Larry and he also did the punting chores he had 503 punts uh, his longest was a 73 yarder and he punted for over 22,279 yards uh, only four punts were blocked during his whole career and that's a, a time when a lot of punts used to be blocked uh, just a little bit different blocking rules uh, keep, keep those uh, defenders off of your punter but uh, Yale Larry is another one. I think that uh, with his statistics, you know, 50 interceptions in the era he played in, he is going to be our fourth one to make our list. So four of our five Hall of Famers so far on the list. We'll come back to Mike Mahalski only worked for one year. You know, Larry worked for 13 seasons. I'm sorry, Marshall Falk, Falk 12 seasons, and Curtis Martin 11 seasons wearing the number 28. Now let's get into some other great running backs. How about Adrian Peterson? I believe Adrian's still going to be playing. Uh, played uh, last year in 2020, and I think he might be coming back in 2021. Not sure who he'll be with. He was with the Detroit Lions last year, but had a real long career with the Minnesota Vikings. You know, 10 seasons there. Two years with Washington. One with Arizona. Uh, New Orleans uh, for a year. And last year with Detroit. In his career so far, he's another one, 14,820 yards rushing, 180 games. I mean, these guys are really putting up some monster numbers at the number 28. 118 touchdowns. Wow. I mean, he is uh, 36 years old and had seven touchdowns in the NFL last year with the Detroit Lions. Those are just great numbers. Wow, that is just phenomenal. And he was seven times in the Pro Bowl so far, four times as an All-Pro, an MVP of the league one year, Hall of Fame of the 2010s, was the AP Offensive Rookie of the Year in 2007, Offensive Player of the Year in 2012, and won a two Burt Bell Awards, 2008 and 2012, and a 2012 uh, Player... Players Association Comeback Player of the Year in the NFL after that horrific injury he suffered in the 2011 season. Came back and was very productive in 2012. Um, Just some phenomenal numbers for Adrian Peterson. And even though he is still playing, I think Adrian Peterson is going to go on our list too because when you have that many yards, another 14,000-yard rusher, just some great, great numbers on there. As long as we're talking about great running backs, how about Warwick Dunn? A little bit smaller of a, of a running back, five foot nine, hundred and eighty pounds than our other ones, but we're the number twenty-eight for his entire career, which was six years in Atlanta, six years with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Sort of split right in half there. Uh, ended his career with Tampa um, after starting with it, but he had just shy of eleven thousand yards, forty-nine touchdowns, four point one yards per carry, and, and during his career. 49 touchdowns, that's a big number too. Um, you know, just some great play by uh, Warwick, and uh, he was a real tough runner out of Florida State, and a uh, real kind of a scat back, but you know, wasn't afraid to, to put his helmet in there and you know, go up the A gaps and B gaps and hit those tough yards too. Um, 
but you know, Warwick Dunn was a three-time Pro Bowler, 1997 AP Rookie of the Year, and a 2004 Walter Payton Man of the Year award uh, to his credit. So some great uh, hardware and credentials there, but not sure if he's going to make it. We already have five spots taken up. We're going to come back to Warwick Dunn and maybe talk about him later. How about Darren Woodson as one of our number 28s? Another one that wore his number 28 for his entire career, played it all with the Dallas Cowboys, 1992 to 2003, and mostly as a strong safety, 23 interceptions, two touchdowns off of picks, uh, 271 yards off those interceptions, 178 games played, five times in a Pro Bowl, three times as an All-Pro, three times as a Super Bowl champion with the Cowboys. You know, just some phenomenal numbers there. Really uh, took care of the back end of that uh, Dallas Cowboys defense. And uh, was a, he was a hard hitter, too, you know. If you have to name like Woodson, he was playing in a lot of the years, same time as, uh, you know, his counterpart, uh, Rod Woodson, who played uh, in the AFC for most of his career. Uh, but they were both real hard hitters. Darren Woodson definitely made a name for himself and uh, definitely is under consideration for our list of our top 10 number 28s. Uh, in this uh, NFL's history. And we have another great running back to talk about. How about Fred Taylor? Fred Taylor came on strong out of uh, Florida, played with the Jacksonville Jaguars for the majority of his career, 11 seasons with the Jaguars, two with the New England Patriots. But you have a 13-year career for a running back. You know you're going to have some great numbers. And he had 11,695 yards, 153 games, 4.6 yards per carry, 66 touchdowns. I mean, those are just some smoking numbers there. Uh, He did, there was only two seasons, two seasons with New England, he wore the number 21. But uh, his other 11 years, Jacksonville, the number 28. Um, He was a, a, made one Pro Bowl during his career. But he was, a, he was a real nice player. Again, we have some great uh, numbers from running backs in here. Uh, we'll put him on the consideration. We'll come back around and take a look at him. Another great back, core number 28. They just keep coming, folks. Corey Dillon, you know, six foot one, 225 pounds, came out of uh, the Cincinnati Bengals system is where he started off with and played with the New England Patriots the last three years of his career. Cincinnati was seven years. 1997 through the 2006 season, and he had some awesome numbers too. 11,241 yards, 82 touchdowns, 4.3 yards per carry in 150 games. He was definitely a force to be reckoned with. Four Pro Bowls, one time as a Super Bowl champion. That was with the uh, Patriots and Tom Brady uh, when he was there. But 28 his whole career. Great, great numbers from Corey Dillon. Another one we're going to put under our consideration and maybe come back to on that. Uh, let's uh, talk about Willie Buchanan. And Willie Buchanan was a DB that uh, played 1972 to 1982. Green Bay Packers for seven years, four years with the San Diego Chargers. His numbers are 28 interceptions, two picks for touchdowns, 278 yards, 137 games. And he was a two-time Pro Bowler, one time as an All-Pro, and a 1972 AP Defensive Rookie of the Year, where that number 28, his entire 13, I'm sorry, 11-year career. Uh, Great numbers, 
Boy, I think it's another one we're going to have to put under consideration, but not sure if he's going to make that or not. Uh, but we'll go to another player, Abner Haynes, who is a halfback. He rushed for 4,630 yards, 46 touchdowns, 4.5 yards per carry, uh, played from 1960 to 1967 uh, with the Dallas Texans, who turned into the Kansas City Chiefs. Denver Broncos he also played for. Uh, just uh, you know, some real solid back. 46 touchdowns is nothing to sneeze about. But I'm not sure, even with those great numbers, that he's going to make our list. But definitely somebody we want to talk to. Okay, we have another solid defensive back, Gene Atkins, who uh, played 1987 to 1996. New Orleans uh, Saints for seven years, three years with the Miami Dolphins. He had 25 picks, 348 yards of return yards, zero touchdowns, 143 games. Good, solid player. Not sure he's going to be able to make our list here, so I wanted to mention him. Uh, another one to mention, how about Jimmy Orr? Uh, Jimmy Orr was a, sort of a flanker and end uh, back. It played uh, 1958 all the way to 1970. Came into the league with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Played there for three seasons, then 10 years with the Baltimore Colts. That's really where he uh, made his shine happen. And he had 400 receptions for uh, 66 touchdowns, 19.8 uh, yards per reception, 7,914 yards. He was a two-time Pro Bowler, one time as an All-Pro, Super Bowl champion with the Colts, NFL champion with the Colts, 1958 AP Offensive Rookie of the Year, Jimmy Orr, great wide receiver, great receiver, uh, did some special things. But uh, I'm not so sure he's going to make our, our, our number here. But we do have somebody here, Chris Johnson, who is a, a great uh, running back, came in with the uh, Tennessee Titans, uh, played six seasons with them, three years with the Arizona Cardinals, one with the Jets, 2008 through 2017. But in 2008, he had 2,006 yards, folks, 14 touchdowns in that one year. He was just a speed burner. 130 games, 9,651 yards total, 4.5 yards per carry, 55 touchdowns, three-time Pro Bowl or one-time as an All-Pro, 2009 AP Offensive Player of the Year. But he did not wear the 28 his whole career. He wore it for six seasons, and those six seasons were when he was with the uh, Tennessee Titans. Uh, so, but those were his best seasons. So, I think maybe we'll put the put Chris under consideration here. Um, a lot of talented pools here, especially in the running back. But we'll definitely talk about him again. Uh, Chris Dishman. What a great player he is as a great defender. Uh, 43 interceptions as a DB, 555 yards returned off those. Three picks, sixes, and 199 games. His tackles, 739 total tackles. Uh, you know, Played 1988, came in with Houston, uh, the Houston Oilers, that is, and uh, played uh, nine years with the, the Oilers organization two years with the Redskins a year each in Kansas City and Minnesota and uh, just had some great numbers two times in the Pro Bowl one as an all-pro but did not wear the 28 his whole career but he did wear it for a good portion of his career nine seasons uh, wearing that 28 for Chris Dishman and uh, again uh, not sure if he's going to make our, our list here and then we have another great running back this is Kurt with a C, Warner. Kurt Warner, great running back out of Penn State. 
uh, most famously ran for the Seattle Seahawks for a majority of his, year, his career, seven seasons, and one year with the Rams in his final season. Played from 1983 to 1990. He was the original Kurt Warner, remember Kurt with a C, 100 games played, 6,844 yards, uh, rushing 4.0 yards per carry 56 touchdowns what a what a great threat he was in the seattle seahawks backfield when he played and uh, people definitely remember him but i'm not sure he's going to make our, our list either here and uh, one more player we want to talk about and that's ahmad rashad who uh, you know just a fantastic wide receiver for most of his career with the minnesota vikings but came into the league with the st louis cardinals in 1972 played two seasons there Played a year with uh, Buffalo and then missed the 1975 season with an injured knee. But when he was a Minnesota Viking, watch out. He uh, had some great seasons there. Uh, 6,831 yards, 44 touchdowns, uh, 495 uh, receptions, four times as an All-Pro. But wore the 28 for the majority of his career all of it with the seven years with minnesota and uh, two years up with the st louis cardinals uh mod rashad a, a great player uh will he make it we'll put him under our consideration and uh take a look back at him well that is pretty much who I have uh, as our great list. You know, there's some other great players of war. We'll just say them by name. You know, James Hunter, Jonathan Stewart, uh, Bill Bradley, uh, Ben Davis, Clarence Davis, uh, Mike Wager, uh, Monte Jackson. Just some great players, but I think we talked about the most substantial ones. And we have five spots taken so far. Let's refresh your mind on who those are. Daryl Green, Marshall Falk, Curtis Martin, Adrian Peterson, Yale Larry, and we'll go back and talk about some of these players that we did. So we need five more, and uh, ones we players we say we come back and talk to about is uh, Warwick Dunn, Darren Woodson, Fred Taylor, Corey Dillon, Willie Buchanan, uh, Mike Mahalski, Chris Johnson, and Ahmad Rashad. I'm going to say uh, Chris Johnson for that 2,000-yard season. That's pretty substantial. I think I'm going to put him as our number six spot on there. Another one I think we ought to put on there is uh, Fred Taylor, because he was another great back, had those big numbers. And same with Corey Dillon. Those would be our seventh and eighth players that are put on our list. And um, I think Willie Buchanan needs to be on there, because in that era that he played, he really had a, a really a lot of nice picks there. So he's our ninth one. And I think Darren Woodson will round it out because he was such a, a great strong safety on some very good Dallas Cowboy teams. And there is our list, our top 10. Uh, Going to be Green, Falk, Curtis Martin, Adrian Peterson, Darren Woodson, Fred Taylor, Corey Dillon, Willie Buchanan, Yale Larry, and Chris Johnson. The top 10 best number 28s to play in the NFL. And that's what we have for the Pigskin Daily History Dispatch Football by Numbers series. Join us uh, tomorrow. We're going to come back with the number 29s. And make sure you join us for our regular podcast of talking about those football history headlines each and every day. And until tomorrow, everybody, have a great gridiron day. Peeking up at the clock, the time's running down. We're going to go into victory formation, take a knee, and let this baby run out. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you back tomorrow for the next podcast. 
we invite you to check out our website, pigskindispatch.com, not only to see the daily football history, but to experience positive football with our many articles on the good people of the game, as well as our own football comic strip, Cleet Marks Comics. Pigskindispatch.com is also on social media outlets, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel to get all of your positive football news and history. A special thanks to the talents of Mike and Gene Monroe, as well as Jason Neff for letting us use their music during our podcast. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. of the Pittsburgh Guardian newspaper circa 1924. But for Marla Delft, assistant editor, everything was about to change. For she was about to discover the awesome attractiveness of Row 1 brand retro sports paraphernalia items thanks to Orville Mulligan, sports writer. And there it is. Wow, Orville, that's really the bee's knees. Isn't it just? A poster-sized replica of the actual 1909 World Series program cover. I can see that. But where did you get it? And where'd you get it framed? I ordered it from the Row 1 website, where over 6,000 items of sports memorabilia from the 1880s to the 1990s are available for reproduction in multiple sizes and in several different materials, with over a dozen styles of frame to choose from for prints like this. Well, I'm sure Mr. Delft would love to put up more of these in the office. But I'm equally as sure they're beyond this newspaper's budget. <laughs> Not at all, my dear Marla. See for yourself. Go to sportshistorynetwork.com slash row one. Sportshistorynetwork.com slash row one. Oh my, these are good prices. Oh, and look at this stuff. Oklahoma, Nebraska football. College basketball art. Michael Jordan items. And so Retro it was that Marla Delft discovered the spondiferous magic of row one sports memorabilia arts and prints. You can, too, by visiting sportshistorynetwork.com slash row one. That's R-O-W number one today for access to the full row one catalog of gallery prints and gifts like t-shirts, long sleeve shirts, telephone cases, coffee mugs, blankets, pillows, towels, and even shower curtains. Act today for a 15% discount off all prints with coupon code SHN15 and 20% off all other items with coupon code SHN20 at Check out and keep your dial locked to the Sports History Network for the exciting chronicles of the 1920 sports world in Orville Mulligan, sports writer. Coming soon. Hey there, sports history fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. Each week, the official Football Learning Academy podcast will take you deep into the history of pro football through interviews with players, coaches, or administrators in the NFL, as well as interviews with Pro Football Hall of Fame selectors, authors, and historians You'll learn how the game evolved and important moments that shaped the sport into what it is today. And don't miss the Pro Football History Nugget of the Week. Listen to the official Football Learning Academy podcast on the Sports History Network. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, 
To learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.